Hello Online World, this is Off The Record with Mix And Cheska And here we go We have our athletes Coming from the Southeast Asian Games And Migs uh, Our guest today is Consistent 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 sa <laughs> Cons- off the record Consistent Consistent sa off the record Consistent sa off the record Consistent sa podium Consistent sa lahat so. Consistent sa lahat And uh, we're very thankful Na makakasama <laughs> ulit natin Ang guest natin Siya po ay nag, uh, nakapanalo Ng uh, two medals Sa 31st Southeast Asian Games Walang iba kundi si Agatha Wong. Hi, Agatha. Thank you so much for joining us in our podcast. Hello, Migs. Thank you so much for having me today. <laughs> okay. So, sabi nga namin consistent, no? Kasi very thankful kami kay Agatha kasi every time na may interviews. Yes. Gusto namin siya makasama. Lagi siya nag GG. As in G. G na G siya parati. Thank you, Agatha. So, Thank Agatha, you. baka pwede mo naman makwento. Okay. Kung ano ba yung actually dalawang medals ang naipanalo mo. This 31st Southeast Asian Games. So, baka pwede mo makwento sa amin. So, yung first medal ko was a silver from my bare hands event. And then, yung second ko, I did expect to win, was a gold sa sword event ko. So, I was very surprised. And I'm really happy na I had the opportunity to represent the Philippines again in the Southeast Asian game. Again, when, when you open the show, the, the word consistent, it keeps popping up when it comes to you. Because you really are. 2017, mm-hmm. 2019, now your total medal count would be, I think, four golds, two silvers? Yes, yes. <laughs> There's a secret to the consistency? And what would that be? I don't think my secret, ako, honestly. I think every time I compete, lang, I set realistic expectations. That means na every time sinasabak ako sa competition, yung iniisip ko is as long as I do a good form kasi I've been training for it, ganun lang siya. I don't really input in my mind na para kailangan at least top 3 ako, top 2. Actually, before SEA Games, so nasa bubble pa ako, I kept telling my friends na kahit top 5, okay na ako. Kasi I had such a limited time to train for it. Tapos, I knew that the SEA country counterparts of us, they never really stopped training. So parang, yun, wala lang, parang realistic naman yung expectation ko knowing that they would improve. Tapos ako medyo kundi improvement. So, ganun lang yung mindset ko every time. Okay, so for this interview, and uh, Cheskin had talked about this before, you know, moving forward with our recordings, para po sa mga nakikinig, kung nadaanan yun yung mga past interviews namin, it's really more about, you know, on how we do it as sports journalists, on how we talk about the event, their preparations, etc. But this time, we want to tweak it around. We want to make it about lives. We want to make it a sports show, but it's not about sport. Something to that level. And early on, we asked Agatha on... If there's one thing, one or two things, if she were to sum up her SEA Games journey this year, what trait would it be? Kumbaga, ano yung binaon yung trait or virtue that made her win the medals? Kasi context for this is, alam mo yun, hindi lang naman tayo merong ganito, merong ganyan just because of being athletes or etc. Pero gusto namin din to i-relate sa life. So para po sa mga nakikinig nito, Sana po makarelate po ito sa inyong mga buhay kung ano man po ang inyong mga pinagtadaanan. Agatha, meron ka na bang nakuhang sagot doon sa aming katanungan? Yeah, um, I think one of the words to describe it, like my whole journey, I think grit, I guess. Kasi 
I have never prepared for a competition that short. Kasi parang binigyan lang kami like a few months. Tapos, as I mentioned kanina, yung mga iba kong kalaban, alam ko, parang hindi sila, parang it's like, hindi sila natamaan ng, ng pandemic. Parang tuloy-tuloy pa rin ang training. Or if natamaan man sila, they had very effective systems wherein parang tinututukan talaga sila isa-isa kahit na nasa bahay. Tapos pagdating sa training, bubble ka agad, ganun. Yung sa akin kasi parang hindi ganun eh. Like, we were selected for the bubble about three or two months before. Tapos, in-expect na agad nila na kailangan mag-uwi kami ng medalya. And parang that set like uh, the kind of pressure sa team namin. Tapos, to be honest, personally ako, parang naisip ko, parang it's so impossible. <laughs> like, parang impossible to even win a medal sa SEA Games. For me, sa, sa akin, sa teammates ko, I think it's possible pa eh, kasi some of them, they've been training, tapos yung iba, um, yung sa sparring, malakas talaga tayo sa sparring sa Philippines. Pero pagdating sa form, I don't think I wasn't, um, I wasn't that confident. So yung iniisip ko talaga was, while I was in the bubble training, was it was so hard. Piling ko, hindi magiging fruitful yung, yung kakalabasan nito. Pero in the end, I'm so glad na um, I survived SEA Games, actually. I think kahit na hindi, if ever na hindi ako manalo, I still am happy kasi I get to represent the Philippines. You mentioned a couple of things that really stood out. Number one is the advantage that other nations had entering this particular SEA Games. Because as you said, they were able to prepare. And you didn't have the same you know, preparation stages that they did. Second, the grit. So when you, when you're entering a competition, not just any competition, but obviously a regional one where, uh, the best athletes from all these nations are coming in and you will be competing against them. Where do you pull that grit from? Because it's so easy to just be like, eh, mas, mas mahaba preparation time nila eh. So, pag walang nangyari sa akin, okay lang. It's so easy to fall back into that mentality, especially with athletes na yung year after year na bubugbog kayo with certain conditions that aren't your fault. It's easy to make excuses. But on your end, there were no excuses. You still did what you had to do. And you, come, you still came out on the podium. There are so many people out there who may find it easier to give in to the conditions. But you are a stellar example of pushing past whatever is thrown your way. So if there's anything you can say about that journey, any particular aspect of it or mindset or what really got you through, where did you pull that grit from? Saan nanggaling yun? I think it really, ano, I think I really developed it talaga. Noong 2019 kasi na-develop ko na siya pagkatapos ng SEA Games. Pero syempre, naging, like, there was a pandemic. So, parang back to square one ako, I forgot how it felt like to compete. I've entered online competitions, it wasn't the same kasi walang audience, walang line of judges in front of you. There's no, wala yung kaba ko whenever I compete online. So, coming into SEA Games, parang, it's like I had amnesia and I, I couldn't remember what it felt like to compete. Parang I couldn't control, you know, parang yung kaba ko, yung pressure ko. But I think nung nasa bubble ako, I don't really remember how many breakdowns I had kasi I'm the only girl sa Taolu team, sa, form, sa forms. I was the only girl. So every time na nagte-training kami, you know, pag mas kaya nung mga male ko na teammates na iinis ako and then 
you know, I end up crying. I mean, you know, the usual stuff. Pero I always find myself each time I finish crying, isa pa, isa pa, isa pa, until I reach Sea Games. And yun, parang I ju- I'm just so glad na I was able to condition my body again in that amount of time. Kasi it wasn't really, it wasn't easy talaga. It wasn't easy. And when you compete in international competitions, syempre you develop these friendships with other people from other countries. So syempre sa social media, makikita mo sila they keep on, you know, they keep on having parang mock trials for SEA Games. They keep on having really good support systems from their, from, you know, from other countries. And then I always found myself comparing the situation I'm in as a team versus their situation. And it's really easy talaga, as you said, to make excuses. Pero I tried not to do that. Yung inisip ko is, okay, they have it better. Pero hindi ko pwede ipakita sa kanila na they have it better. So, that was my game plan. Parang, they can't know. They can't know what I'm going through. Ganun. Galing. <laughs> I love that. Hindi ko pwede ipakita sa kanila that they have it better. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yun yung competitive yeah. spirit ng Pinoy, no? Yes. And see, thank you for being so open about that. Because yeah. these are the things that no one saw. Yeah. Because yeah. people just watch you compete. They Then don't know... There are no cameras at training. No one's documenting your every move. No one was taking pictures or videos of you while you were crying and pushing yourself forward. So, thank you. Gabi. Okay. Ito yung mga interview na, ano eh, natat- pati kami natatamaan eh. Yeah. Yun yung gusto namin, yun yung gusto namin ilabas eh, actually. The real life, you know, uh, when you would relate the struggles of being an athlete and when you would relate that in real life to people, not athletes, like kami. Si kuya, si ate. Si mommy, si daddy. And uh, ang goal talaga namin dito sa mga recordings ato moving forward is to be able to, at least to be able to relate to your journey and your experience. And Agatha, jumping off from that, when you would relate it to real life, it seemed like it seems so impossible. You know, it seems so impossible because of the situations compared to other countries, compared to what they have and what we don't. Is there anything in life, not necessarily that you may have experienced or know in life, na medyo related dito sa sitwasyon mo. So, like, uh, aside from my career as an athlete. Yes, yes, yes. If we if we are going uh, to relate this not being an athlete, parang sa buhay mismo. I guess, ano, it's very relatable din kahit na, you know, hindi mo naranasan being an athlete or you've never done sports. I, I think everybody can relate when kahit na sa education mo or sa work mo, it's easy to make excuses, you know, to tell yourself na, okay, parang they have it better. Kaya siguro nasa ganitong level lang ako. Pero you really have to tell yourself, no, like you can't, you can't think that way. Yun yung ginawa ko sa sarili ko. Nakikita ko sila sa Instagram, you know, they were having all of these parang therapy, recovery systems, yung parang mga cryotherapy, mga ganun. And I didn't have that. I didn't, we didn't have that as a team. Pero naisip ko, it's okay, it's still the same. Yung difference lang sa amin is They had these people supporting them. Tapos we had we had some people then supporting us. Pero mas mas lumalamang sila. Yung difference lang wala kami difference. We're all just training. Yung difference namin is when we compete. Sino yung mas malakas mentally? Yun talaga yung yung iniisip ko. Kasi we're we're all training. Lahat ng kalaban ko we're all training. Pero ano yung difference namin is when we step into the mat when we compete. Sino yung mas mentally strong sa amin? Nakaya namin gawin yung form namin perfectly para sa nun. Being mentally strong, how much of that is due to experience and how much of it is due to you 
being conscious and you know being fully aware that nasa sayo yung decision na yun. I would amount it siguro mga 80% to experience talaga kasi when I first competed as an athlete hindi ako ganito ka strong yung coach ko pa yung yung nag-guide pa dun sa mentality ko na parang wag ka ganyan mag-isip kitang-kita sa galaw mo na takot ka ganun. It really took me a lot of years to develop this kind of mentality and I'm still struggling kasi kinakabahan pa rin ako sa competitions kahit na yung coach ko alam naman na kaya ko kinakabahan pa rin ako so I would amount it talaga 80% to experience and then 20% talagang you have to give yourself that pep talk kahit na you feel so pressured kahit na people are raining down their expectations on you you have to talk to yourself you have to calm yourself you have to parang give yourself that last push kasi it all came down to a few days of competition plus after that wala na how would you relate your experiences to everything that we talked about paano mo siya na apply in your life coming off from sea games i i found talaga na i'm i always underestimate myself talaga my, my abilities i've always been that kind of person Actually, kahit nung nanalo ako ng gold, parang hindi ako makapaniwala eh, kasi parang feeling ko kulang pa rin yung training ko, ganun. So, I would always relate it to my life in general, wherein I always think other most people are better than me. Pero yung nangyayari naman is, sometimes kasi level ko lang pala sila, or sometimes I have an advantage. I think bilang isang tao, sports has really helped me shape my mentality and my personality and the way I treat people in the way I carry our flag. In terms of personal growth, from 2017 to 2019, to this last SEA Games, uh, this previous SEA Games appearance, how would you describe your journey as a person, as compared to as an athlete? I guess I'm just so proud of myself because I managed to survive bubble training and survive SEA Games because I don't think Two months ago, I don't think I would have done that. Parang in, actually, I've already started to have thoughts two months ago. Na parang it's so impossible to compete at Sea Games to just have a good form. Palang hindi ko pa inisip yung medals, eh, kasi alam ko that's so far off. Inisip ko palang ispano ko magkomplete yung form ko kung ganito yung condition ko ngayon. Parang hindi nawala yung muscles ko sa legs, nawala yung stamina ko, nawala yung flexibility ko kasi nga nag-pandemic. It was so impossible, pero I was very surprised because I really put 100% of my effort habang I was in the bubble along with my teammates. Talagang binuhos ko talaga lahat ng effort ko. Kahit na umiyak ako, kahit na na-injure ako, kahit na I missed my family, I still kept on charging forward. And I think that made me stronger once again, like in 2019. Ano naman ang masasabi mo? Agatha, sa mga nakikinig nito na through all the struggles, through all the things that may seem not possible, and yung mga may mga bagay, kung hari sa buhay na pag nandiyan pa lang, pagkaharapin mo pa lang, parang overwhelming na. Paano ko ba ito gagawin? And yet, you somehow get over those humps. What would you tell them on how to manage that? It's really just baby steps talaga. You, you can't look at the bigger picture kasi you will feel overwhelmed. I've done that na before. Before ako mag-bubble training, inisip ko na kaagad, paano, paano na ako sa SEA Games? Parang feeling ko mapapahiya ako yung Pilipinas. Yun kaagad yung inisip ko. Pero you can't do that kasi that will really mess with your mentality. So what I did was, each day I trained, each session na we trained, iniisip ko, okay, 
I'll improve this part of my form. I'll improve this part of my stamina. I'll improve my abs. First session talaga siya, it's really baby steps eh. So, each day na nahihirapan ako, iniisip ko lang, okay, one more. Agatha, one more. Isa pa, one more, one more, one more. Laging one more until we reach yung departure ko from Vietnam with my team. And you know, looking back at it, talagang those baby steps will really amount. Lumabas siya sa form ko, lumabas I was able to jump again. Kasi nung bagong dating lang ako sa bubble, I tried jumping and I pulled a lot of muscles. Masakit yung pulled muscles sa legs. It's really hard. Like you, di ba parang yung timeline niya for healing is about two weeks. Ganun. I didn't have the luxury of time to have two weeks. So I really, talagang pinushok ko talaga yung sarili ko. And yun, it really amounts to baby steps. You can't really look at the bigger picture. Anong tingin mo crucial doon, Agatha? How is support system a key factor? It's very important because I I was the only one giving myself pep talks. I was the only one talking to myself. And then I remember one time I was in bubble training. Parang everything was just so hard. Parang, parang it was, I think, late at night. And then, ano kasi, whenever I train, I didn't send my family ko ng training videos. But there was one session, I was training, and I was forming. And then, binidio ng coach ko, hindi ko inexpect na he would send it to my mom. And then, my mom messaged me that night. Patulog na ako nun. And then, sabi niya sa akin, ang ganda ng form mo. That simple message made me so happy kasi parang, dun ko na-realize yung importance talaga of people supporting you. Like, I didn't realize that simple message could impact me in such a way na parang, okay, I can do this, I can do this, I can train tomorrow kahit na masakit katawan ko. For me, support systems, because they are a vital part in one's journey towards becoming an accomplished person. Kahit in education, in your career, kahit sa family mo, sa sports. It's really important. Eh? So that's why I'm really thankful because the Philippine Sports Commission, they were able to provide us with therapists, with, with physical therapists, with nutritional therapists. You know, I'm just really uh, grateful. All right. Thank you so much, Agatha, for sharing your story, for being so open, for inspiring everyone. And I don't think there was ever or there will ever be a time na mapapahiya mo Pilipinas, whatever that was in your head. Oh my gosh. Like, Agatha, you have represented us so well. So thank you. Um, Before we let you go, well, it's a song na naman. <laughs> before we let you go, what is next for Agatha Wong? So um, I flew back from Vietnam on the last day of our competition. Very fast lang yung stay ko dun. As in, the last day of competition, nung nanalo yung isang teammate ko ng goal, si Arnel Mandal, that night, umalis na kami. And then, I was supposed to go back to training today, pero I managed to uh, excuse myself sa coach ko until Saturday. Kasi meron pa kaming isa pang competition. Pero this, this time, it's online. But my coach has ambition. So he wants us to do a good job sa online competition at all, which will be on June 1. So I'm going back sa bubble training until then, sa Saturday, the June 1. Yeah. Okay. So the story of Agatha Wong's grits. Sana po, eh, na-enjoy niyo po ang ating recording today. Sana po, marami po tayong natutunan, not just in apply of us being athletes, but also as ates, as kuyas, as titos, at as titas. And siyempre, marami tayong natutunan from Agatha Wong. Once again, congratulations, Agatha Wong. Okay, I hope I pronounce this right. One silver medal sa Thai Chi Chuen, silver medalist, and gold medalist para sa Thai Chi Chien. Tama ba, Agatha? Tama yes, ba? Yes, nakuha naman niya. 
Congrats. Congrats, Migs. Congrats. Congrats to me. Old Bedal for pronouncing it right. Good job, Migs. All right. So there you have it. Agatha Wong right here on Off the Record. But maraming salamat po once again. Off Thank the Record. You. With Migs and Cheska is powered by Podcast Network Asia. So once again, this has been Off the Record with Migs. And Cheska. And we hope that we're able to continue sharing these amazing stories from our amazing athletes. Thank you so much, Agatha. Thank you, Agatha. (laughs) Thank you. Bye. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.